0: So last week we started looking, we were continuing our exposition on um, 1 first Peter chapter 2 verse 9 and 10. We we're looking at a peculiar people. A peculiar people. Uh, we looked at what it means to be peculiar, and we looked at why we are peculiar. Why we are peculiar. To be peculiar means to be special, to be distinct, or to be different. To be peculiar means to be precious, to be unique, to be in a class of our own, as seen by God. That's what it means. And we look at why will God call us a peculiar people as his chosen people. Because we said we have been redeemed. We are his redeemed people bought by the precious blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. We are a people on whom God has paid a special price. A great price he has paid upon us. And whatever you pay a special price on must be special to you, (laughs) must be precious to you. And because of the special price God has paid upon our lives, the number two point we mentioned is that we are therefore God's own precious possession or treasured possession. We are people treasured by God because we are precious to him. Hallelujah. That was the second point we raised last week. The third point we raised. Why we are peculiar is that God, because of one and two, we have already mentioned, God has set His affection on us. He has set His affection on us. Hallelujah. Amen. God is connected to us with deep affection. He has set his affection on us. On you, on me, God has set his affection. There's a special bond of love between us and God. And you need to appreciate it for yourself. You are not just anybody. You are someone loved by God. Loved by God loved by God. And until that sinks deep into your heart, you can't do too much. Especially loved by God. You remember what what God said, even to Jesus, even Jesus in his earthly ministry needed to hear that voice. This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. This is my well-loved son, beloved son he needed that. All of us, we need it. Jesus needed that voice of assurance from heaven. We all need it to know that we are specially loved by God. Mm -hmm. I have not seen anyone who went far with God, who who did well in the counsel of God, who did not believe that God specially loved loves them. No, I have not seen one. Understanding the deep love of God for you as a person is important, is of great import for your success in life and for your confidence in living this life. Is the point I'm making clear? Please, we need to note this. There is someone's phone is making a bit of noise. I don't know who that is. Um, so, like I was saying. So, you need to believe the special love of God for you because it's part of our uniqueness. And say it with pride, say it with joy, say it with gladness, with confidence. Sometimes it may look boastful, but it is not. You are only declaring, you are not boastful when you are declaring what the scripture says about you. It is inferiority complex not to be able to say what God says about you. And it doesn't take anyone anywhere. It's not humility. Say, I'm just being humble. No, not when it comes to declaring what God, who God says you are. Because otherwise, somebody else will tell you something. Amen. So this morning, i taken been taking those three points We want to look at, still under a peculiar people, we now want to look at, in what ways are we peculiar? In what ways are we peculiar? Or if you want to put it, you want to say, how are we peculiar? How? And by that, I'm looking at how God himself shows to us, proves to us, and to the world around us, that we are peculiar. That we are special to him. That we are precious in his sight. God demonstrates it. When God says that people are special to him, God also demonstrates it. God shows it. God doesn't hide it. Imagine if somebody says, I really, really, really love you, but they are not proud of you before other people. Are you getting what I'm saying? Will it not hurt you? That's not God. God God doesn't say you are something and he doesn't want to display it. God wants to show from his own side what he meant when he says we are peculiar. He wants to prove it to us, not just to us alone and to people around us. That's why this subject is very important. And so this morning we'll be looking at that. In what ways are we peculiar? Or how does God show that we are peculiar? How is it demonstrated? The first thing we want to look at is, let's go back to that because we are meditating. God is giving us a text on which we can meditate. Isaiah 43. You remember that's where we were last week? Let's go back there. Isaiah chapter 43. Tells us something about that. Isaiah chapter 43. Last week, we were able to cover verse 1, which says, But now, thus says the Lord, who created you, O Jacob, and he who formed you, O Israel, Fear not, for I have redeemed you. That's where we picked the word redemption from last week. I have called you by your name. You are mine. That's the affection we are talking about. Setting is affection on us is deep love for us, calling us his own, precious, treasured possession. Then verse 2 brings us to what we are dealing with today, the ways in which we are peculiar. Number one, when you go through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned. Nor shall this flame scorch you. Hallelujah. So the first thing you will see there to a people who are peculiar to God is divine presence. Divine presence. If you are looking at ways in which we are peculiar, the first thing you need to look at is divine presence. It is the presence of God that makes the difference in our lives. Otherwise, we will not be different from any human being. Say, I will be with you. The guarantee of divine presence. Divine presence, the presence of God. When I mean divine, I mean that which is of God. Divine presence. If a people are special to God, God is also pleased to associate with them to give them his divine presence. And many men of God who knew this, they never toy with the divine presence. No. Because it's the distinguishing factor. Every other person in this world may have every other thing that you have. But what makes you us to stand out is the presence of God with us. What makes a man to be different from every other human being who does not have that same privilege is the presence of God. Did we get that point? And it is something to cherish. Moses cherished. He said, when you go through, I will be with you. Mm -hmm. That's what makes us different. We may go through exactly the same thing, the same path, the same way. There may be the same situation we are going through, which others may experience equally. But what stands us out, what makes us different and unique is the presence of God. It is the presence that makes the difference. And God is willing to give us his presence again and again and again. Because he knows that is the only way we can be unique. Moses saw it. Moses knew it and said, If your presence does not go with us, what will be the difference between us and the people around us? The divine presence. We are peculiar by the reason of the divine presence. Yes. The guarantee of divine presence is one thing we have that others may not have. They don't have in the world, except they have been redeemed. To the redeemed people of God, divine presence, is is, is, should be our trademark. The Lord is with them. The Lord is in their midst. Turn with me to Exodus 33. Exodus chapter 33, very quickly. If I'm running too fast, somebody can just say, too fast. Are we there? After Moses had made it, after God had said, no, I'm not going to go up with you, starting from verse 12, uh, you can just go. An angel will go with you. Say, no. Moses said, ah, ah, ah. ah, ah. That's not a good arrangement. No. That's not a good arrangement. So Moses demanded for the presence of God let to save time. And he said, God's now responding because God has chosen them to be his people, even though they need to I said, okay, Moses, because you value what makes the difference. And he said, and he said, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. That same word is peace. That same word is prosperity. I will give you rest. I will give you peace. Then he said to him, if your presence does not go with us, do not bring us up from here. For how then will it be known that your people, can you see that? Your people. Your people, that's, that's specific. Your people, the people you have called your own. And I have found grace in your sight, except you go with us, so we shall be separate. The word separate there means different, distinct. Your people and I from all the people who are upon the face of the earth. So the Lord said to him, I will also do this thing. That you have spoken, for you have found grace in my sight, and I know you by your name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Divine presence. Divine presence. Hallelujah. Amen. It is a, it is. One of those things we should cherish because it is what makes the difference in our lives. So, my presence will go with you. The presence of God. As individuals, as families, as a congregation, divine presence is something we all should cherish and crave for and pray for like Moses did, because it is what makes the difference in our lives. Let's go to Sephaniah. 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 The book of Sephaniah is just in front of Abakuk. If you can find Habakkuk, just open further. The book of Sephaniah tells us this. And as a church, God has spoken this word over us several times, and I want to bring it back to us again. It's not the we God demonstrates that we are unique in the presence. Hallelujah. Amen. Um, verses 16 and 17, I guess. Chapter? Oh, sorry. The, that's, uh, that should be chapter 3. Chapter 3. Does somebody want to read that for me? So as to engage you, 16 to 17. Anyone who can find it. Please, yes. please. On that day, they will say to Jerusalem, Do not fear, Zion. Do not let your hands hang limp. The Lord your God is with you. The mighty warrior who saves. He will take great delight in you. In his love, he will no longer rebuke you. But we rejoice over you with singing. Amen. 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 And I speak this to us this morning. Don't let your heart, your hand be weak. Amen. Don't let your heart be discouraged. Amen. In whatever you are going through, in whatever you have gone through. Divine presence is guaranteed. He said, the Lord, your God, in your midst, the mighty God will say, It will rejoice over you with gladness. Amen. Hallelujah. And He will quiet you with his love Amen. and will rejoice over you with singing. Amen. Brothers and sisters, as a congregation, as a people, we are guaranteed of his, guaranteed of his presence. Amen. His presence is with us. And if you continue to make the difference, wherever the presence of God is, people will always see the difference. Amen. Young people amongst us in your schools, in your higher institutions, colleges, the presence of God will distinguish you. Amen. Hallelujah. The presence of God will mark you out. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. So that's the first thing we saw there. The second thing that marks us out as unique and peculiar is what we saw in that Isaiah 43. Let's go back there. In that same verse 2, it says, and it extends down really, but we'll look at how that goes. So I want to look at divine protection and preservation. Divine protection and preservation. Divine protection. God will always protect that which he considers precious. God will protect and preserve that which he considers precious to him. Divine protection and preservation. Let's look at it in that place. It says, when you go through the water, Waters, rather, I will be with you, and through the rivers they shall not overwhelm you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned; nor shall the flames cut you. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Oh, thank you. You will go through. But well, it says the effects of fire and water. You know, a big storm of water will drown people, isn't it? Yes. What fire will burn? But it's not because you are peculiar. When you go through, it didn't say you won't go through. That's where we are different, brothers and sisters. It didn't say we will be exempted from fire because there are many. Fiery, you know, fiery situation that we'll have to go through as long as we're in this world. But the one thing God has guaranteed is that we'll be preserved through it. Amen. Thank you. The same thing that will crush others and destroy them, destroy their destiny, destroy their future, it says you will go through and it will look as if nothing had happened at all. If anything, it will have made you a better person, a better man, a better woman than ever before. Amen. No, child of God, to fear challenges and difficulties that may look that may look like a storm, that may look like a fire. What is He has assured instead He didn't say you will not go through. He said you will go through, which means as you are starting, know that. Victory is already at the end of the tunnel for you. Mm-hmm. doesn't matter what the challenges are. It is what marks us out. The fire that will destroy others actually will purify us. Job mm-hmm. nope, said, so when I've gone through this, I will comfort forth as gold. Mm-hmm. Are we getting the point I'm making? Yes, <laughs> we are peculiar in that sense that the same thing that can destroy others, send them in the direction they don't want to go. That same thing we can go through it with a clear testimony mm-hmm. that it has made me a better man, mm-hmm. a better woman, a better child of God. Hallelujah! Amen. Amen. The effect will be different. You will be preserved. You remember Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Physical fire. In this case, physical fire. <laughs> but fire is not always physical. <laughs> but the reality in this matter is that the effect of fire will be different. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, because of the divine presence. I hope you knew that there was a fourth person with them, and the fire did not have effect on them. Whereas those who carried them, to throw them into the furnace, the heat of the fire actually killed them. Daniel went into the lion's den, didn't he? The same lion that were just playing with him, as if uh, you are playing with cats, when they took him out, just to know that it wasn't as though those lions were not hungry. They threw those his enemies into it, and it devoured them. They devoured those people. It's about the effects. We may go through the same situation as other people in the world, brothers and sisters. Don't always expect that the outcome for you should be as as it is for others. <laughs> it have to. May God give us understanding of this in Jesus' name. This is the way it has always been. This is the way it has always gone. No. Always tell yourself, my case is different. different. My case is different. Amen. And except we believe it, how can it be worked out in us? Mm -hmm. What you don't believe doesn't work for you. It's true. My case is different. say, oh, everyone, this is how it is. No. It's not like that with me. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you. It's about our own, it's about faith in God. It's about Mm. trust in God. May the Lord give us understanding of this in Jesus' name. Amen. Certain so, you know, important things may be general, but the outcome will be different for us. That's the point we are making. Our peculiarity is in the outcome. It may not necessarily be in the experience, sir. It's in the outcome of the experience. For some, it is destructive. But for some, for us, it is transformational. It transforms us. It changes us to become a better people. Amen. Am I communicating this morning? Yes. At all. Is yes. anyone following this truth this morning? Yes. Yes, person. If you are following this truth this morning, just wave your hand at me. Let me see your hand. Wave that at me. Oh, praise God. Praise God. I can mm-hmm. see a lot. Of praise God. Praise mm-hmm. God. Hallelujah. Uh, preservation. And when we see it, as we read on, because I want to save some time, we will see it as we read on. But let's quickly take another scripture that explains this further for us, which is a scripture you know. I could show you so many scriptures. But let's go on to... Um, okay, that's preservation. Let's look at protection. Can somebody just open for me... Okay, let's go to, that, uh, to the book of Zechariah. Uh, when Sephaniah, let's go to Zechariah. The book of Zechariah, uh, which is just after Sephaniah, you see Haggai, then Zechariah is just in front of you there. It says, yeah. If you go to verse, let me see the verse, chapter 2, sorry. Chapter 2. Uh, let me see quickly. That's, um, okay. If somebody can read for me verse 5, that would be great. Who is reading it? Verse 5. And I myself will be a wall of fire around. It declares the Lord, and I will be its glory within. Amen. Amen. I myself will be a wall of fire around her, around Jerusalem, talking about his people. Last week we saw where he says, I'm zealous in chapter one for Jerusalem. How does this show that they are peculiar, that they are unique? He said, I myself will be a wall of fire around about them. That's divine protection. God himself is a wall of fire round about us. Amen. Amen. We Amen. have a greater security Amen. than any other human being in this world. Mm. Oh, I pray that somebody will believe it. Amen. Yes. It in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 It's a wall of fire. Say, so I myself will be a wall of fire round about us. divine protection. We can, we can rely on it. So that we keep your going out and your coming in. It's a guaranteed thing. But we need to believe it. Amen. Amen. Protection Amen. and preservation. They go together. God will protect you. God will preserve you. God will protect you. God will preserve you. In Jesus' name. Even Amen. in the midst of the trouble Amen. in our world today, as many of us as are here in this world of, of God this morning, God says, I will protect you, I will defend you, and Amen. I will bless." you. Amen. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying this morning? Yes. Because you are unique, because you are peculiar, say, so don't fear. For I will protect you. Defend and Amen. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Because Hallelujah. Can, let's move on quickly to the next point. I could show you. I wanted to go to Psalm 91, but don't worry, you know Psalm 91. Go and read it. It will tell you something. I'll still come to it later, but it is something I want us to, to quickly move on from. Right. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Then also, what is called divine exemption? Divine exemption. You know, they say this is going on, all around. You say, but you are exempted. Mm -hmm. So you won't be part of that. Mm -hmm. Divine exemption. Divine exemption. You are exempted. This is different. In Jesus' name. Divine And you will see it is the way God distinguishes his people. That's the way it makes a difference. Let's go with me to Exodus. The book of Exodus. Chapter 9. Can somebody read verses 3 and 4 for me? As quickly as you can. Exodus chapter 9, verses 3 and 4. Anyone who can read it for me, please. The hand of the Lord will strike all your livestock, your horses, donkeys, camels, cattle, sheep, and goats with a deadly plague. But the Lord will again make a distinction between the livestock of the Israelites and that of the Egyptians. Not a single one of Israel's animals will die. Can you see that? Did you understand that? Thank you, Tomiwa. Can you see that? Talking to Pharaoh and his people, he said, I will strike your livestock. I will strike this. I will strike that. But, God will make a distinction. I like his translation. So you can also call this divine distinction. Mm-hmm. Is the same thing. Divine exemption or divine distinction. He said, I will make a distinction. I will make a difference. difference. <laughs> your livestock and the livestock of my people. He said, not one will perish among the livestock of my special people. And God demonstrated it all through many of those last plagues that he did, those terrific plagues. The initial one, it looks as if, "Mm." but when God really, really wanted to show that, look, these are my people, He made a distinction. Uh, I speak this morning by the authority of God. Amen. God will make a distinction in your life, wherever you are in Jesus' name. Amen. The evil that befalls men and women, it will not come near your dwelling. Amen. It will not come upon you. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 So God has a way of spearing his people. He has a way of watching over them and making a distinction. He himself said, if I have time, I will read that scripture for you. He said I will make a distinction. Even when it is divine judgment, you are marked out. You are singled out. Does that make sense to us? God will always say, according to Psalm 105, if you read from verse uh, 13, 14, 15, it says, You know, when they were but a few people, they would go from one kingdom, one nation to another. Still talking about this is special people. He said, He reproved kings for their sake. Mm-hmm. And he says, Talk not my anointed and do my prophets no harm. Don't touch them. Touch not. Are you following me? Divine yeah. extension. Divine exemption. May the Lord give us understanding. Amen. Amen. What makes us different from the rest of the world. That's why this is why we are not just a religious people. We're a people with a covenant relationship with God. Amen. There's always a divine exemption. We read a scripture the other time, which I also still want to read today because we are near there. You see. I see some ignorant people saying, Uh, divination, curses, sorcery, they don't work. Ah! Don't try it. Are you getting me? (laughs) That's what they say, you know, you don't know anything. Are you getting me? Those real occult people, if they tell you, you don't know anything, just know that you don't know anything. But as people of God, There is an exemption. We can say they can't do us anything. Amen. Are you getting me? Because there is a divine exemption. Mm -hmm. Curses can walk over other people. Divination can walk over them. Sorcery can walk over them. But we have a divine exemption because we are God's special, peculiar people. Turn with me to Numbers twenty-three. Numbers twenty-three. Numbers 23. If you are there, uh, you can just read for me. I think it's verse 23 also. For there is no no sorcery against Mm -hmm. Jacob, Uh nor any divination against Israel. Yes. It now must be said of Jacob Mm -hmm. and of Israel, oh, what God has done. So what God has done. Mm. So which means it will even surprise other people and say, how come sorcery don't work against this person? How come divination don't stand upon them? Because Proverbs 26 verse 2 tells us it says no, just like a fleeting sparrow or whatever they call it, it says a curseless curse will not alert. It will not not stand. It will not come upon you because you are unique. Hallelujah. Because you are different. That's why it won't work. Not because it doesn't work over other people. It does. If not, why would somebody go and pay and say, Balaam, come and curse all these people for me. If he knows it will not work, he won't do that. He knows it works. But there's a people over whom it will not work. Because they are different. So you can challenge an occultic man and say, do whatever you can it will not work concerning me. Amen. It's, a, it's as simple as that. It will not stand. Amen. Say whatever you want to say. As long as God has not commanded it, it will not stand. Amen. That is who we are. We are unique people. Amen. a privileged people. Amen. May the Lord give us understanding of this in Jesus' name. Amen. God wants to build our faith this morning. God wants to encourage us this morning to trust him. So when we say we are different, it means a lot to God. God will do his own part. God will play his own part. Amen. Because of time, the next point I want to make, what's the, well, at what point will that be now? Number? Number four. That will be number four. Okay, number four will be divine honor. Divine honor divine exhortation, divine promotion, something that doesn't occur like all that. It's a divine honor. God always wants to honor his own people. And if you see honor being bestowed on you here and there, just know it's because there is something, there is a presence with you. And God wants to honor all of us. God uh-huh. does just, just want to treat us the same as other people? And honor upon our lives. He will preserve, he will protect, he will defend, he will exempt us from evil, he will distinguish us, which is what he said. Now he will honor us. It's part of his plan. There's a divine honor prepared for you prepared for me. Come mm-hmm. with me to Psalm ninety-one. Psalm ninety-one. In Psalm ninety-one, I will tell you something later. We'll round up quickly somewhere, uh, and I'll tell you what God will be helping us to do from next to do next week by His side. Psalm ninety-one. In Psalm ninety-one. Uh, to save some time you can read from before then about preservation, protection and so on but let's go to verse 14 because he has set his love upon me therefore I will deliver him I will set him on high I will set him on high I will elevate him I will promote him hallelujah Amen. I told you this matter is a, is a relationship thing because he has set his love upon me. I will exalt him, mm-hmm. I will lift him up because he has known my name. He shall come upon me and I will answer him. We'll talk about this another time. In fact, I hope you know it is honoring for God to answer your prayers. Amen. Mm-hmm. Okay? anytime yeah. I see my prayers answer let's say you have prayed for somebody and God confirmed your prayers and they say wow see the testimony I have after you have prayed with me I hope that is I hope you know that that is just God is just bestowing honor upon your life yeah. hmm. you say that brother or that sister if he prays with you God will do something God cannot ignore her that's honor And God wants us to bring us to that level where whatever you say, whatever you pronounce, whatever you declare over people, it will honor it. It's part of our uniqueness. What then is the difference between us and those who don't believe? Answer to our prayers is divine honor. And to the people who God loves, God will honor their prayers. God will honor their sacrifices. Look at the next thing there. It says, "I will deliver him and honor him, honor him, honor him." Brothers and sisters, we, we are we are we are honorable people. I hear some people in some uh, some politicians. In my country, they call themselves honorable. For everything about them, I cannot tell you whether it is honorable. You need to find out. <laughs> <laughs> and it's honorable. And when you hear the things they do, you say, ah, honorable. really honorable. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Divine honor. He said, I will honor him. I can take us to another scripture, but I want to quickly round up by going back to that Isaiah 43 and take the last bit. And then I will tell you what God we be us to do next week. Isaiah 43. And we close here. It says, Yes, um, there are some verses I thought I would. Talk about, but no problem. Let's jump. Um, Okay, I'll go from verse 3. For I'm the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I gave Egypt for your ransom. Uh, Ethiopia and Seba in your place. Uh, Since you were precious in my sight, you have been honored. I think we have talked about that, didn't we? Yes. And I have loved you. Yes. Therefore, I will give men for you and people for your life. Mm. That's a witty one, isn't it? Yes. Witty one. But it's part of God's people for His people. There is a kind of divine substitution going on here that I don't want to talk about, but just know it for yourself. Are you following me? Mm. I will give in exchange for your own life. I will preserve you, even if it means that will be something else for somebody. Let's, let's leave that one alone as we go on. I just wanted to say that in person. <laughs> Amen. When people were expecting to fall into certain evil, they were expecting to fall into certain calamities. They were expecting you to get into some trap and trouble. because so they don't worry. It is not you that will get into it. It is they that will get into it. Mm. Have you not seen things like that before? Mm. That when people were expecting your downfall, they were expecting you to enter into some trouble, and suddenly you discover that they didn't touch you, you went free, they couldn't do so. Yes but we'll end up here. Um, let's go, He said, "He says, uh, rather, fear not, verse five, okay? Fear not, for I am with you, divine presence again. I will bring your descendants from the east and gather you from the west. I will say to the, to the north, give them up. To the south, do not hold them back. Bring my sons from afar. Does this agree with what we we're talking about on Friday? And my daughters from the ends of the earth, everyone who is called by my name, whom I have created for my glory, I have formed him. Yes, I have made it. Divine increase and multiplication. Increase and multiplication. In a way that cannot be explained by men. is part of the way God distinguishes his people. Like I was saying in, in, a, in a meeting where I was asked to leave some prayers. Not long ago. You know? <laughs> I would say, I mean, what would... You know, if God has... If you have something precious to you, you want to increase it, isn't it? You want to multiply. You want to replicate it. Is that not true? Mm-hmm. Whatever you consider precious, you want to find a way of... It, you want to increase the quantity of it, the number of it, isn't it? Yes. That's exactly what God wants to do to his people. Never God sees his... Own special people. He wants to multiply them. He wants to increase them. Brothers and sisters, do you know it would be a good thing to have say many Tommy Watts? Are you getting me? <laughs> yes, replicated, many, you no know, flavors. Many, <laughs> put your name there. You Amen. Know? Because if God set his love upon you and he knows that you are valuable to him, he wants to have more, more of you. Amen. I know that God wants to have more of more of men, more of people like me. I know it. Amen. So God will multiply me. Amen. He will increase He will want me to model others for him and that is part of our peculiarity, that God can bring people to you. God can commit people into your hand because he wants more of what he has put in you to be replicated in them, more of you in them, more of what you have. Paul said we have treasure. We have this treasure in 18 vessels Inside of us, we have treasure, but God wants that to be replicated. God wants that to be deposited in many others. It's part of our uniqueness. Whatever is unique to you, you will multiply. And that's what God is saying to this. I want to see more of you, more people like you. May God be so jealous over our lives. May God consider us so unique, so special to him, that we want to have more people like you, more people like me in Jesus' name. Amen.